I recently helped hundreds of people achieve more in a few months than they had the previous several years. And now I'm getting ready to open up another challenge where I want to help you do the same. Here is actually a short testimonial of someone who was in that challenge. This challenge was hands down the best thing I did all year. And I appreciate the time, energy, and heart that you put into it. My name is Dr. Benjamin Hardy. I'm an organizational psychologist and best-selling author of many books that have now sold millions of copies. Click the link down below and watch this free training where I will show you these frameworks on how you can achieve more in the next 90 days than you possibly have in the last five to 10 years. Click the link down below and watch the training before it goes away. Hello and welcome to the Be Your Future Self podcast. I'm Dr. Benjamin Hardy, author of Be Your Future Self Now. Be sure to visit futureself.com where you can get the one-page Future Self checklist as well as the full Future Self course and other amazing goodies. All of these are free at futureself.com. All you have to do is put your email in. You'll get an email with a bunch of amazing goodies, the one-page Future Self checklist, the full Future Self course, which will change your life, and other things such as the Peak State checklist and my ebook Slipstream Time Hacking, futureself.com. Let's go ahead and jump into this episode of the Be Your Future Self podcast. In the book, The Road Less Stupid, the author Keith Cunningham talks about the importance of having thinking time, literally giving yourself time to just think, just reflect, just meditate. How often do you do that? How often do you give yourself literally two to three hours where you have no inputs coming in? You just can think. You can actually meditate. There's a lot of research, obviously, on the idea of journaling in the morning, waking up and journaling for 10, 15 minutes. That's a really beautiful space to think. And usually first thing in the morning, especially if you don't put any inputs in, if you don't open your phone, look at social media, look at your email, because the more things you put in your head, the faster you turn your brain on, and then you're sending your brain in multiple directions. So obviously there's a lot of research on wake up first thing in the morning without input, just go ahead and get yourself into the right environment, get yourself hydrated, and then journal for 10 to 15 minutes. That's powerful micro thinking time. And you can get a lot of creative bursts. You can get a lot of what Josh Waitzkin would call subconscious breakthroughs. Your subconscious is always working even when you're asleep. And so in the morning, when you give yourself that thinking time, you can get extreme clarity. You could even get inspiration because it's a very meditative time in the morning and especially if you're in a flow state and your brain's not going in a thousand different directions, but you're just keeping your brain in that slow alpha state you're writing. But how often do you give yourself a two to three hour session of just meditative thinking time? Recently, and I'll, I'll link down below, but there was this soft binaural beats, slow piano music that I had playing recently. And I just let it play deep in my environment. I laid on the couch right behind me. I was staring out that window. I had my journal next to me on the table <laughs> right there. And I just laid there for literally three hours, listening to the beats and just letting myself think and process everything going on in my life. And every time a thought would come that was useful, I'd write it down in my journal. And I did this for three hours. And I was shocked at how many insights, how many things came together because I actually gave myself that thinking time. It was a form of deep meditation. And here's what's crazy. So I've got this watch. It's a Garmin watch. And on it, it tells me what my body battery is. My body battery is essentially my energy. And when I'm when my heart rate really lowers and goes down and I'm in more of a deep meditative state, my body battery goes up because I'm actually recovering. I'm in a deep state of meditative recovery. And while I lay there for those three hours, I went from, so it's on a scale from zero to, 50, zero to 100, but I went from 50 to 90 on my body battery over these three hours of just deep meditating and my heart rate dropped lower than it's ever dropped in a, a very healthy way. And I'm telling you my ideas, my insights, What's amazing was when you give yourself time to think and meditate without interruptions, my phone was on airplane mode, I was able to really work out a lot of the things in my life. 
and I look back on a lot of the things I've been able to accomplish, there's been certain days where I just actually took the morning off from work and I just gave myself the space to think. And journal, you know, journaling is obviously so powerful, but giving yourself the space to think, journal, write, and you've got a few hours just of freedom to really just relax, recover. So think about it. There's an idea that a lot of good ideas happen when you're in the shower. Why is that? When you're in the shower, you're usually relaxed. There's a lot of research that shows that only 16% of ideas come to you when you're hard at work and focused and cranking. Usually, the best ideas happen when you're fully relaxed, fully recovered, you're not stressed out. That's why people go on vacation and stuff like that or take sabbaticals and they end up getting all sorts of amazing insights and clarity and creativity and they feel a lot better about their lives. They're able to make decisions. They're better able to resolve concerns. And so my question for you and my challenge for you is, are you willing to put that block in your schedule? Chances are, if you're like uh, any other normal person, you have to waste at least one to four hours a day. That could be on social media. It could be just scrolling. It could just be at the end of the day, you're exhausted and you're doing nothing. Chances are there's three or four hours every day in your life that is kind of burned, you know, just because of exhaustion or because of your distractions or bad habits. Now, I'm not asking you to give yourself three hours every single day for that deep meditation. That would probably be too much. Chances are you can squeeze something like that in once a week or every other week or even once a month. And I can promise you that if you gave yourself about two to three hours once a week or once a month to just think and meditate and be in flow, you could even do it at the end of the day. Chances are the last three hours of your day, there's some downtime. Most people, they're consuming because your, your willpower is often fried at the end of the day and you don't, you don't give yourself the ability to recover. Instead, you, you just consume junk food, junk media. You're kind of just plugged in and you're not really there. But if instead you turned on meditative music, soft, quiet music, and literally just allowed yourself to recover, lay, you might even fall asleep and you definitely sleep better. Obviously, there's a lot of research that shows you shouldn't be staring at screens shortly before bed anyways. And so by slowing everything down, you're going to get yourself into a much better space of sleep. But I would also invite you to make time and invest in yourself and schedule that somewhere in the middle of your week. At some point, if you can, in the next month, take take half your day off. And rather than needing to go and doing more and more and more, actually, it's by doing less. Give yourself the space. Give yourself the time to recover, reflect, rest. And you're going to be shocked at how many, how many insights you're going to get. You're going to be able to solve your problems just by sitting there and thinking, reflecting, and also savoring. There's a, a lot of research on the subject of savoring, mindfulness, and gratitude. Savoring is the idea of just literally enjoying the moment. Often people have lost the ability to savor because they're so busy thinking about the next thing or they're so distracted. You can't savor that food you're eating because you're also looking at your phone. So you're not actually in flow. Mindfulness, similar to savoring, is actually being aware of what's going on inside your head, inside your body, inside your life, and also what's on around you. And so by taking the time to meditate and go deep, sometimes you just need a deep meditative session where it's just you just got nothing for a few hours and you can actually just think things through, journal for a while, journal what you're dealing with, journaling what you're thinking about, and then just lay. And you can kind of go back and forth. It doesn't have to be lay. You can sit or you can be standing or whatever. But giving yourself time to just think, rest, reflect, be grateful, and then going back and forth in your journal and coming to some conclusions about things you want to do. I can promise you you'll get insights. Just as a quick thought, one of the things that I've been really trying to do in my own life 
is being a lot more connected with my wife and my kids. And so uh, earlier this week when I had this three-hour meditation session, I got so many amazing ideas and insights about how I can improve my relationship with my wife. And I wrote them all down and I acted on them immediately. And it's amazing how quick you can make needed adjustments in your life if you gave yourself the space to ultimately get clear. And meditation obviously is found to improve your life. It improves your optimism. Optimistic people live at least, you know, on average 10 years longer than pessimistic people. There's actually findings on that in positive psychology. That's kind of a, that's the key. That's my recommendation for you. Obviously you want the micro thinking time sessions first thing in the morning. It's also nice at the end of the day to have a micro session where you maybe just take five, 10 minutes to reflect on your day, on what you learned, on what you want, on what you need to do the next day. But give yourself a three hour, two to three hour block sometime once a month or once a week to just think, just reflect, just think on what you're trying to accomplish. Just think about who's in your life. Just think about what you need to change. Give yourself that time to meditate, reflect, think, savor, be grateful, be mindful, get clear. And then all of a sudden you can start making better and better decisions because I can promise you there are a lot of things in your life right now that you don't want. There's a lot of things in your life right now that you want to improve and change. And it's by getting clear and giving yourself that space and respecting yourself enough that you can ultimately get clear on what needs to get removed. And then ultimately your life becomes an upward spiral where you can ultimately remove the things that you don't want in your life, the things that don't resonate with your future self. And you can start making powerful decisions here and now that will help you become your future self. One of the things that happened this week for me as well is I was able to end a relationship, end a collaborative business relationship with someone I didn't want to be in anymore. And I believe a big part of that is because I stopped resonating with that person. I was meditating. I was reflecting. It just became clear to me that that relationship didn't make sense anymore. And so we were able to end it very amiably, very kindly. But when you give yourself that space, when you get yourself clear, when you give yourself time to think and get clear and ultimately to make decisions about what you need to do, then you can actually move yourself forward. So Abraham Lincoln said, if you gave him six hours to chop down a tree, he would spend the first five sharpening the axe. Or as Stephen Covey would say, sharpen the saw. If you're just running on fumes, I can promise you your thinking process is not very good. If you're not taking time to recover, meditate, reflect, journal, get clear. This is the most high, high frequency, high form of recovery is deep meditation, deep flow. You're going to get yourself into such an extreme flow state and peace state. You're going to feel grateful. You're going to be mindful. You're going to savor the moment. You're going to be clear on what's important to you. You're going to get clear on what needs to change. And you're just giving yourself that time to just elevate your yourself. And then ultimately you can make decisions from that new frame of mind, that new state of being, and you can remove the things in your life that are ultimately keeping you stuck. A lot of people are on the hamster wheel and also think about it this way. A lot of people, they're really trying to get to, re to retirement so that eventually they can sit on the beach and actually have meditation, have rest, have recovery. When I was laying on my couch, staring out the window and just in a deep state of meditation, I was thinking to myself, there are so many people I know that are just go, 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 go. And ultimately, they're not happy. They're just chasing happiness. They're pursuing happiness. I love the quote that there is no way to happiness. Happiness is the way. If you're not taking the time to actually get yourself clear, be healed, then it doesn't really matter how much you're going to go. There's a great quote from Stephen Covey. He says, every step you're taking up the ladder, if it's leaning against the wrong wall, is ultimately taking you further and further from your goal. And so if you're not giving yourself time to think, meditate and get clear, 
then it does not matter how many steps you're taking and how fast you're furiously going, you're ultimately going the wrong direction. I love the quote from Ryan Holiday. He said that people, and this isn't an exact quote, but he said people are just so impulsively moving forward, but they don't actually know what they want. They don't even know where they're going. (laughs) And so I know a lot of people that way, a lot of very ambitious, a lot of high achieving people who are working so hard um, and they're spinning their wheels so fast, but ultimately they're chasing success, they're chasing happiness, and they're chasing something that's a mirage that they're never going to actually get. And they're never giving themselves the time to actually connect with themselves and to think, is this what I really want? Or on the other end, there's those people who are working really hard for that one day when they can finally re- meditate and retire and, you know, rest and recover. It's like, if you actually include that in your life and if you study the lives of any high performer, they actually put meditation, they put recovery and being connected with themselves and flow before anything else so that then they can actually do their best work. They can work on the right things. They can remove the wrong things. They can be connected with themselves and they can just be in a pure peace state. So please take advantage of the micro thinking times in the morning so that every day you're actually focused on the right priorities, but give yourself some time for a macro, more deep level meditative thinking time at least once a, once a week or once a month. And you can also use that to some degree as a planning session. First off, you know, taking the time to reflect on all the great things that have happened, reflecting on your progress that you've made. A lot of research that shows by reflecting on your progress, you'll feel movement. That'll give you motivation and momentum and confidence by actually reflecting on the progress you've made, but also then you can make plans. So if you took this time once a week or once a month, then you could make better and better plans and you'd be clear on the right things and you could take the right actions. If you're not taking this time, I can promise you you're missing out on insights and ideas that would ultimately benefit your life. Ideas that your subconscious will give you because you're in that higher meditative state and you're resting and recovering. That's again, good ideas. Only 16% of them are gonna come when you're busy or working. Almost all of them are gonna happen more of that shower meditative state. And if you're giving yourself a three hour just deep meditation, the amount of ideas and insights your subconscious is going to give you is unbelievable, which can improve your life, improve your relationships. You'll get the idea, oh, reach out to that person. Say, you know, send them flowers or, or you know, reach out to that possible mentor. Reach out to your wife, whatever it is. All of those possible experiences you'll not get because you were too busy focused on spinning your wheels. And, I, and missing those is the difference between going one direction in your life and going in another. So please take the time for those deep meditation sessions. Keep your phone on airplane mode. Keep it away from you. Just recover. Keep your journal nearby because you're going to start getting lots of creative insights. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Be Your Future Self podcast. I'm Dr. Benjamin Hardy, author of Be Your Future Self Now. Be sure to go to futureself.com, put your email in, and get immediate access to all the goodies. The one-page Future Self cheat sheet, which I recommend you print and put somewhere close by so that you can reference it. The full Future Self course and other goodies such as my Peak State Checklist, which has been downloaded almost a million times, and my ebook, Slipstream Time Hacking. Go to futureself.com, get those free goodies, and until next time, be your future self now. Talk to you soon.